This is part one, lesson seven of our children's series. A program intended to shape our children and bring them up in the fear of the Lord. And as somebody rightly said, it's actually a program that should have been called Family Series, whereby the parents and the children that are being brought together, the children knowing what they ought to be, the parents knowing how to shape the children so that they will grow up to be children who are pleasing to the Lord and children who will grow up to accomplish the specific mission for which they were created. And in our program today, lesson seven, we are looking at John Mark. John Mark the writer of the gospel according to Mark, John Mark, that was shaped and became useful in the purposes of God. Welcome as we study John Mark. Who is this John Mark? As we said, someone who was mightily used by God in order to write the gospel according to Mark. We are looking at the power of a right environment. How the right environment can shape our children and bring up our children to become children that will be able to contribute greatly to the purposes of God. John Mark was not one of the apostles. John Mark only interacted with the apostle and he was able to write the gospel as if he was there. When we read the gospel according to Mark, it is as if you are reading an eye-to-eye account, a first-hand information of someone who saw things right from the word go, who was there, somebody who gives like a, 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 a video edition of what exactly was happening. Why is it so? He encountered those who were with Jesus. He, he was shaped in the right environment, interacted with the people who had been with the Lord Jesus Christ, heard the message the way the people were with Jesus, saw it, and today we have the gospel according to Mark. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 12. We are looking at who this Mark was. And remember, our series, we are seeing how children can be shaped and become useful in the purposes of God. Who was this Mark? In the book of uh, Acts of Apostles, chapter 12, after Peter had been released from prison, from verse 11, then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything that the Jewish people were anticipating. Verse 12, when this dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying for him. Verse 13, Peter knocked at the outer entrance and a servant girl called Rhoda came to answer the, the door. So Peter when he came to himself that a miracle <clears throat> had actually taken place to release him, 
The Bible says he went to the house of Mary. So Mary was the mother of John Mark. And in John, John Mark's mother's home, it was a big home that had a servant girl called Rhoda and a home where many people would gather in order to pray. It was one of the homes that provided refuge for the early disciples that were facing persecution. So Mark grew up in a home where prayer was taking place. In a home where the apostle could come and gather. In a home where the church could meet. And in that atmosphere, Mark was shaped up. He had constant contact with God's servant. And it was in, in the, their home that he met the Lord. He met so, with someone who presented the gospel. In this home, the believers would gather. And as they were teaching, Mark was listening. Mark was listening. Mark was listening. The right environment in bringing up our children. It was a rich family. But it was not a family that abandoned prayer, that forsook praying. Because there are many parents who will not permit their children to be in the right environment. And as a result of that, the children do not come into contact with positive influences. People will influence them positively. Mark grew up in an atmosphere where he was influenced positively. He had the opportunity to have the first-hand information from those who had been with Jesus. It was in his home that he met a man like Peter. And actually, Peter called John Mark his son. So probably, Peter actually led John Mark to the Lord. And Peter built him up. And as we say, when you read the Gospel of Mark, it is like an, an eye-to-eye account. Somebody who saw everything taking place. Many people said the Gospel of Mark is actually what Peter recounted to Mark, and Mark wrote it down. The Gospel of Mark the story of the Lord Jesus Christ, the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. As Peter, they were teaching, and this young man was listening and listening and listening. If we provide the right environment in which the children will grow up, they will grow up knowing the word of the Lord, knowing what the Lord Jesus Christ did, knowing what God uh, desires for the church today to do, and tomorrow they will become deposit of the gospel and they will pass the gospel to the next generation. It must have been in his home that he encountered the Lord because as we see in 1 Peter chapter three, chapter 5 let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5 the book of 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 13 she who is in Babylon chosen together with you sends you are Send you her greeting, and so does my son Mark. Peter called Mark his son. 
It was not his, he was not his biological son, but he was his spiritual son that must have been converted as they were teaching the word of God in their home. And therefore, Mark was discipled by Peter, and Mark became someone who was useful to put in, put down what Peter saw. Because in what in Acts of Apostles, we learned that Peter was one of the unschooled and illiterate, but he had encountered the Lord and he had the message. And Mark, coming from an affluent background, had been educated, and as a son of spiritual son of Peter, Mark was able to put down the gospel of Mark, which is the eye account, eyewitness account of Apostle Peter. Giving our children the right environment in which to grow. Many people were gathered in their home praying. When many people gather in your home praying, your children pray with them will be shaped. They will benefit. When many people gather in your home, handling spiritual activities, being taught the word of God, your children are learning. Unfortunately, for many people, they gather the wrong people in their homes and the children are learning the wrong thing. They will grow up to do the wrong thing. We are looking at Mark and we are seeing how a positive environment, the right environment can shape our children to become the type of children that God desires them to be. The right environment just means in the home. Let the right thing be, 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 be taking place. In the home, let prayer be taking place. In the home, let the teaching of the word be taking place. In the home, let the worship of the Lord be taking place. In the home, let the men of God, as they come to the home, have this time, even with the children. Let the children be released to relate with people who can influence them positively. Who are those who are influencing your children positively? The Bible says, Go bad company with corrupt good morals. If your children are the children that you permit them to begin to relate with wrong people, their moral, their character will become distorted. And they can relate with wrong people by, the, by what they watch on the television. They can relate with wrong people by the people who come to the home. They can relate with wrong people by where you take them to, by the parties to which you take them. If you are permitting the wrong people to be the people in the environment of your children, your children will be shaped to become distorted. Their character will be distorted. That was not the case of Mark. We do not know about the father. Maybe he was an orphan, but the mother had the, the opportunity to relate with men of God, Peter and the early apostle, and they shaped the life of his her son to become someone who today still speaks to us through the gospel of Mark. What environment have you permitted your children to grow in? What environment are your children growing in? What, which books are they reading? Which music are they listening to? Which program are they watching on the television? What will those programs shape them to become? Mark was exposed to the right people. Mark encountered the right people. In the book of Colossians chapter 4, we equally see part of the environment of Mark 
Colossians chapter 4, verse 10. The book of Colossians chapter 4, verse 10. My fellow prisoner, Aristarchus, sends you his greeting, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. Mark was the cousin of Barnabas. So the relative equally had positive impact, positive influence. The mother had positive influence upon Mark. But Barnabas was the cousin brother, had positive influence. When your children have the right influence, the right people they are relating with, your children will grow up to become the right people. They will grow up in the right environment and they will grow up to do the right thing. They will grow up having been shaped. One of the blessings while you gather, you permit people to pray in your home is that as a prayer, the environment is equally shaping the lives of your children. So Mark grew up in the right environment. Maybe an orphan, but the mother was wise not to let the orphan boy to become wild. The mother permitted him, young as he was, to be positively influenced by the apostles, to positively influenced by the message of the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he was listening and he was shaping his life. Man was exposed to the service of God, to the work of God. Let's go again to the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 13. The Acts of, of the Apostles, chapter 13. The first missionary team that was formed in Acts chapter 13, we see again from verse 1. In the church and Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simon, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manen who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them on their way. Verse 4, the two of them sent on their way by the Holy Spirit went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. Verse 5, they arrived at Salamis. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogue. John was with them as their helper. The mother released John Mark to become involved in the work of God. In the first missionary trip that Paul, Barnabas and Paul carried out. Barnabas, the cousin brother of John Mark, took John Mark along. The mother released John Mark to go. Many parents do not permit their children to become involved in the service of God. Young as the children are, the children should be permitted to start serving the Lord. They will make errors, but as they make errors, they will, the, the errors will be corrected. Their life will be corrected along the way. We see John Mark here. Paul and Barnabas were called to mission and John Mark went as their helper. 
Release your children to become helpers in the house of God. Servants in the house of God. Release your children to serve the men of God. Release your children to become involved as they handle helping someone. They are equally seeing what is being done. Joshua was Moses' helper. And as Moses was serving, Joshua was watching. Elisha was the helper, the servant of Elijah. And Joshua became the next leader. Elisha became the next prophet. As you release your children to involve themselves in service, even if they are just helpers, you are shaping their life and tomorrow they will have a place in the purposes of God. So Barnabas took along Mark. In, chapter, in this same chapter, verse 13, they went on this mission and along the way the journey became difficult for Mark. Verse 13, from Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed to Pega in Pamphylia, where John Mark left them to return to Jerusalem. The journey became difficult for John Mark. John Mark abandoned the mission field. Children will try, they will fail. In fact, we learn by trying and failing, trying and failing, and a moment we reach. When because you made errors and corrected them, you have become perfect in that which you could not do before. John Mark went as a helper missionary, young as he was, released by the, by, by the mother and taken by the cousin, and along the way, the journey became difficult. Do you normally release your children to serve the Lord? Or oh, you are a child, are you involved in the service of God? Even just cleaning the, the, uh, where, where, where the people of God meet to worship. Are you a helper? Are you a servant? Are you the one who is learning practically how to serve God by giving yourself to help those who are serving the Lord? The mother released him. The mother was not possessive. There are many parents who are so possessive of their children that their children can never learn to do anything. The young boy was released to relate with the men of God. The young boy was released to help the men of God. The young boy was released to become involved in the service of God. The young boy participated in the prayer meetings, listened to the teachings that was going on and was learning all that was going on in the house of God. Going on at the prayer meeting. He was receiving the teachings and definitely that right environment, the right message, the right thing that he was seeing, the right activity that he was involved in, shaped him. That is how our children are shaped for the Lord. They are in the right place, with the right people, doing the right thing, even if they do not yet know how to do it well. Let's go to the same book of us, chapter 15. So in this missionary journey, 
John Mark reached this place, Pamphylia, and decided to go him back. Chapter 15 of Acts, verse 36, up to verse 40. Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the brothers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. <clears throat> Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with him, with them. But Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. Paul said, let's go. In our first journey, we preach. Many people believed. And it was in that first journey that John Mark went with them and John Mark deserted them. He abandoned the work and went back and it brought pain to the heart of Paul. Paul fell bad. And when Paul told Barnabas, let's go back and see how these people are doing, Barnabas wanted to take John Mark again. Paul said, no. They had such sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left. What are we seeing here? We are seeing how do you react to children who have failed, who have disappointed you. John Mark disappointed Paul, disappointed Barnabas. And Paul said, he will be given no chance. Barnabas said, one more chance. In every precious matter, there are impurities. If you concentrate on the shortcoming of this child, the child will never grow up to become anything because you will give up the child at the slightest failure. In every precious matter, there are the, the impurity. It is by removing the impurity that you have the pure state of the matter. They disagreed. Paul parted company with Barnabas because of John Mark. Barnabas took John Mark and went along with him. Are you such a person who gives up the children very easily? You prefer to give them up. There is nobody who can ever learn without failing. There's nobody who can grow up in this life without making errors. Let the one error of the child not become the reason why the child is rejected or the child is giving a name, failure, a good for nothing, useless. Is that who your children are? To you they have become useless, good for nothing, just because they made one error somewhere. Have you forgotten the fact that as you were growing up, you equally made so many errors, and through the errors you learned? Paul said no more. He considered Barnabas, uh, John Mark, a total failure. Good for nothing. No longer useful for mission. If God dealt with us according to our past, we will never be found in his service today. If people dealt with us according to the errors we have made, we will never be found in the service of God today. 
But they endured us. They tolerated us. They gave us another chance. Barnabas gave John Mark another chance. He went with him. Having discovered his errors, his shortcoming, he gave John Mark time and shaped John Mark to become what John Mark ought to be. We have the responsibility to discover the errors of our children, but we do not have the duty to reject them or to give them all sorts of names that will shatter their lives in a permanent way. So Paul put him off because of his failure. Barnabas took him and shaped him. Let's see what Paul later on said concerning this John Mark. 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 11. Paul said, only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you because he is used, he is helpful to me in my ministry. God had given the Apostle Paul a helper and just because the helper had a lot short, shortcomings, he could not endure the hardship, Paul rejected him and Barabbas took John Mark and out of John Mark, Paul here says, bring John Mark. John Mark is helpful to me in my ministry. John Mark went the first time as a helper. So his ministry was that of the helper. And Paul rejected him because once he failed. That child is useful. That child will be helpful. If only you tolerate the errors and you see the errors and ask yourself, what must I do in order that this child does not commit the same error again tomorrow? In fact, the errors we commit in life are the best lessons, the best teachers. They teach us not to do such thing again tomorrow. May we be like Barnabas who would take Apostle Paul because that's exactly what he did to Paul. Paul, at one time, went back to his hometown and Barnabas looked for him. And we see Paul, uh, Barnabas again here, taking John Mark and shaping John Mark to become someone that the same Paul who rejected him is saying, he is helpful to me in my ministry. The children will be helpful tomorrow if we give them the training that they need today. They will become the type of people that God ordained them to be. Let's shape them up. Let's not close our eyes to their errors. Let's see their errors as impurities, in precious stones. And let's uproot, let's remove the impurity. But don't, we should not throw this gold, these precious stones, costly stones, just because there are some impurities in them. As we saw, Barnabas, uh, Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10, he said, My fellow prisoner Aristarchus sends you his greeting, as does Mark, the cousin brother, the cousin of Barnabas. That is, he had become a co-worker, a companion of Paul. Barnabas shaped him. So Barnabas saw him as an asset. 
a gospel writer tomorrow. Paul saw him as a failure. How do you see the people around you? Do you see them as failures just because of the errors they have committed? When children fail, they should not be rejected. When children fail, we should use that as an opportunity to help them correct the errors. As a result of John Mark's relationship with Barnabas, the errors of John Mark were corrected, and tomorrow, the same Paul who rejected him is accepting him. John Mark's relationship with Peter, who was on school, and the teaching in his home, and his association with Barnabas, his association with the Apostle Paul, his association with the people who were meeting in their homes, produced out of Barnabas, out of John Mark, someone who was useful tomorrow as a helper to Paul and useful in the writing of the gospel. Supposing Mark did not take him, Today we will not have the gospel according. Supposing Barnabas did not take him and help him and train him. If Barnabas has thrown him off like Paul, today we will not have the gospel, the precious gospel according to Mark. Something will be missing. And that's what has happened because we have thrown away our children, thrown away our spiritual children just because of their shortcomings. Our children today are the deposit of the vision for tomorrow. Paul said to Timothy, What you have heard of me among many witnesses, entrust it to faithful men, to reliable men, who will be able to teach others. Let's give our children the right environment in which they should grow up. Let's expose them to the right people. Let the children be helped. Let them be built up. When you are praying, don't send the children to go and sleep. When you are going to church, don't leave the children at home. When people are gathered to pray in the home, Don't tell the children to go and play outside. Children have magnetic hearts, magnetic brains. They will store what they are hearing, store what they are hearing, and tomorrow they will be the one to tell us the story of what was happening. Help them to find the Lord. If they fail today, they are not failures. Do not reject those around you who have failed. Give them another chance. See the great potential in these children. Don't just magnify their shortcomings. So in John Mark, we see someone who was exposed in the right environment. We see someone 
who related with the right people. He related with the people who met in their homes, and as, as a result of that, he was exposed to mission. We saw someone who was released by the mother. That is how we should what we should do with our children. John Mark, who went as a helper. Having all the difficulty, all the all the, the shortcoming, rejected. But today, we have the gospel according to Mark. Let's give the children the right environment. It is the parent responsibility to ask themselves, who is building up my child at a very personal level? Who is shaping up my child? There are many things that parents cannot do to their children. Sometimes they fear you, but they will open up to another person. The things that are going on at home, ask yourself if your children copy those things. What will their life become? Provide the right spiritual environment for your children at home. Let them be learning from you. Provide the right spiritual environment. As you pray with your children, your children are learning to pray. Provide the right spiritual environment as you read the word with them. Right from as they are babies. There are uh, women who develop the habit of reading the, the message, the, uh, the God's word, to the children when the children are right in the womb. They give the children the right thing to hear. As the children are born, you sh- they are dedicated. As you are going to pray, you go with them. When teaching is going on, let them sit down and and listen attentively. As they are listening, something is being written in their hearts. And tomorrow, you will hear someone who has become, he he will no longer be the gospel writer, but he will be the teacher of the gospel because he was once a student of the gospel. As he was listening, his life was being shaped. So in the life of Mark, we see the mother who alone, without likely the father of Mark, decided this child will be placed in the right environment with the right people. We see the mother opening her home and providing the home to become a meeting place for the people of God. Are you the one who is afraid that people will come to your home, pray, and they will inconvenience your family? Then your children will grow up and will not have the right environment, the right influence, and therefore they they will not have seen what the people of God, the leaders, this servant of God do. 
And as a result of that, they have nothing they are aspiring to become. Let your children have the right model they can copy. Let them have the right model interacting with the servant of God. Interacting with relatives, their parents who always take their children to relatives who are pagan, relatives who are drunkards, relatives who are, who are witches, who are wizards, relatives who are given to the occult, relatives who are immoral. You are providing the wrong environment to your children. They will learn the wrong thing. Children learn by watching. They learn what they see is what they will soon practice. Don't permit your children just to go anywhere. Ask yourself, if your children go where you are sending them and they become like the people where you are sending them, will you be excited? Protect your children and keep your children in the right environment so that your children will grow up shaped, positively shaped. Let there be the right relatives who interact with your children. The right uh, uh, servant of God who interact with your children. The right meeting where your children participate. The right programs. The right movie that your children watch. With positive messages that will be able to shape them. John Mark, the writer of the gospel that became someone who was useful even though he was once a failure. Do not give a child the name a failure, useless, good for nothing, just because the child has committed one error. The positive words of the parent. What the parent, the children hear, the parents say. What you call your children after a time, your children will believe the name that you have given to them. And as they believe the name, they will live out that name. Shape the children to become servant of God by serving with the servant of God. Release your children to go. Let them go as helpers. Provide the right environment in the home where the children see you serving the people of God. Provide the right environment in the home where the children see you being generous to the people of God. Open your home, open your heart to the, to the purposes of God, to the people of God. And tomorrow, your children will say, we saw our parents do it, we will do the same. John Mark shaped because of the environment in which he grew up. Shaped because of the mother who knew that she alone cannot shape the life of the child. John Mark shaped by being released to go for the Lord. And John Mark shaped because in his failure he was not rejected. Raising up our children in the right environment. And as we do that, our children will become the type of people that we will be proud of tomorrow. Let them read the right thing. Let them listen to the right music. 
Let them interact with the right people. Let them go to the right places. Let them be in the right place with the right people doing the right thing and their hearts will be shaped for the Lord. And tomorrow they will be useful in the hands of the Lord. May God bless you.